0: Cancel culture has taken over the society as people attempt to express their opinions and control others. But is that approach the right way for Christians and churches to express their beliefs?
1: Let's see what the Bible says about that. Welcome to our podcast. I'm so glad you clicked on this. If you would, go ahead and like or subscribe to our channel uh, or comment if you have any questions or thoughts. Uh, We'd love to hear what they are. Yeah.
0: All right, so uh, fascinating, intriguing, challenging topic today. We think through this whole idea of cancel culture, we've all become very well aware of that. A term we didn't know five years ago, Yeah, uh, but now all of a sudden it's something we're very, very well aware of. So now it's become an official term. It's in the dictionary.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Cambridge Dictionary defines it like this. A way of behaving in a society or group, especially on social media... In which it is common to completely reject yeah. or stop supporting someone because they have said or done something that offends you. Yeah, that's not necessarily a Christian definition. No, this is just the world's yeah. definition of cancel culture.
1: Yeah, and again, I think the highlight is on that completely reject or stop. Yeah, complete entirely. Not a oh, we're just going to separate, but it's a active. This is a no go.
0: Yeah, I am going to take a public stance. I am going to encourage and kind of threaten others to join mm-hmm. me in my my stance.
1: Yeah, so it, you know, it
0: comes from a, an interesting place that this it shows up all of a sudden in culture this time, and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of the next step in some philosophies that our yeah. culture has embraced. So, just go with us for just a little bit here. We we'll talk mm-hmm. a little about philosophy because uh, we've had this belief in our culture for a while that says you have your truth i have my truth everybody Mm -hmm. has their own truth Mm there's no singular truth everybody has a truth when you run that down the road and then you bring at it an intersection that says anything that offends me is evil yeah um or you know if it offends me i'm I'm out on the deal you put those two things together and all of a sudden you come upon this cancel culture because Mm -hmm. now Anything that offends me, that tells me that my truth is not real or you don't accept it or you yeah. don't celebrate it, that is not just, okay, it's now, that is the worst offense you can have yep. or,
1: or cause. Yep, the worst possible. That yep. you can
0: offend someone. Mm-hmm. And so that is seen as evil. And, and as a result, you get cancel culture because now I need to take social action to punish you because of, or limit you or silence you because you have offended me and you could potentially offend others. So now you get the cancel culture in which Mm -hmm. people are using their platforms, whatever it might be, to silence others who offend them. Now, it goes further than just someone saying, well, I don't agree with XYZ brands. I'm not going to buy them. It's not that. It's that plus social media platform that shouts out yeah. um, my my stance and you should take it too. Mm-hmm. So, and
1: everyone needs to go and block them or yeah. hate on them or comment on their page about how evil they are or right. whatever.
0: So what it has produced then is uh, people that we've known yeah, as public personalities, mm-hmm. whether they're media or movie stars or political figures or mm-hmm. business owners or businesses, they've all become the target. Everybody's become a target. Mm-hmm. And so your words are scrutinized. Every yeah. word you say, every tweet, every social media post, every word that comes out of your mouth is scrutinized. Every part of your past is scrutinized. Yeah. There have been people who have been canceled because of things that they said or did.
1: 10, 12, yeah, 15 years ago. decades ago. Yeah.
0: Um, and so their their words are scrutinized, their past is scrutinized. Their associations are scrutinized as well. Mm-hmm. Who are you connected with? Who do you? Who are you aligned with? All of that is scrutinized, and then their motives are assumed. This is all part of That's, it. So yeah. uh, every, every 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 element of that comes to bear on this whole thing, and you can be canceled by the powers that be at the time, whoever yeah. it is because you don't fit their definition and because you have offended them.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and that's one of the da- most dangerous parts is the is the motive's assumed, mm-hmm. you know, is that you're saying, mm-hmm. well, I know they did this because they have the intention of yep. fill in the blank. Yep. And that, that just dangerous. leads to, to danger. Yep. Yep. Uh, again, anything that causes feelings or offense, mm-hmm. uh, that is what has been canceled. And, and people lose big time on this stuff. That's true. Right? People, That's true. People have lost their jobs. They've lost their reputation. They've lost mm-hmm. their social medias in general. You know, mm-hmm. Any voice that they did have, they're... Their income, and I think most importantly and most critically, is they people lose their freedom. Yeah. They lose their freedom to say anything. They lose their freedom yep. uh, to really even just live their life because everything they're doing is being scrutinized. Yeah,
0: and you're being forced to a singular way of thought. Yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly. That, this, is,
0: this is why it's so dangerous in our in our culture today. Mm-hmm. And, and we're heading somewhere with all of this, but we need to lay this groundwork of, yeah. of just what cancel culture is in mm-hmm. general. We're going to get into this the idea of Christian cancel culture here in just a moment, but trust me, we're just talking about cancel culture yeah. uh, in, in its rawest form in, in the world today. Mm-hmm. So it's dangerous because, as you mentioned, it does remove freedom of expression. No mm-hmm. longer can you say what you believe mm-hmm. Right or wrong,
1: because it might offend someone,
0: could offend someone. That's the not, greater, yeah.
1: Not because it may be wrong, but because yeah. someone might take up an offense with it,
0: yeah. Yeah, what you could have to say is right, yeah. But if it offends someone, you can't say it,
1: especially if it's a large enough group, yeah. then you're really That's done true. for,
0: yeah. So, there's you're removing the freedom of, of thought uh, or, or expression for sure, freedom mm-hmm. of the individual. Uh, you're removing freedom of really thinking mm-hmm. because you're afraid to go down a thought path because you could be canceled because of it. You could mm-hmm. ultimately lose your life because of that. That's mm-hmm. part of the dangerous path that this ends yeah. down. Uh, it, it puts then culture in this police mode yeah. where uh, in the hands of a few, everybody is being policed and everything that's said, done, where you go, what you say uh, is, is evaluated. And then, the cancel culture is is very quick to judgment. No one asks for uh, uh clarifying, no one asks for greater understanding. No. no one asks what for did a moment you mean to by, talk through no. that. No, you're just you're just canceled. Yeah,
1: and not even a do you still stand with this? It's a hey, yeah. 12 years ago this one person tweeted this one thing. Yep. See ya.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's very harsh. It's very unforgiving. Mm-hmm. No one really recovers from it no. once it happens yeah. to them. So that is just cancel culture in general. In yeah. general. yeah. So now let's think about that. Let's think about this in terms of a faith context because yeah. um, is this new? Is this just arrived on the scene? Has this been seen before, done before? Mm-hmm. Well, it has been. Actually, it's in Scripture. This is the very thing that happened uh, with Jesus and the Pharisees.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They did not like him. Their words or his words offended them. And rather than allowing him the freedom to speak those words, they sought to cancel him, yeah. and they did. Yep. They canceled him in certain settings. They spoke against him, told others to not believe him, and then ultimately would see that his life was canceled. Yeah, um, It's the very thing that happened to the early believers in the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the governmental authorities at the time, religious authorities at the time, did the same thing with, with the church and the believers there. They silence them, cancel, attempted to silence and cancel them. Uh, It's what Jesus said would happen. Uh, All those who live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution or Mm -hmm. canceling. It's going to happen. Jesus promised it. Jesus says, "It happened
1: to me first. It's going to happen to you." (laughs) That's right.
0: If they canceled me, they will cancel you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, It's what put. It's what put Paul in prison. Mm -hmm. It's what put John on the Isle of Patmos. It's Mm -hmm. what happened. It's what caused the. The disciples themselves to lose their lives yeah. because they were canceled.
1: Yeah. So absolutely
0: um in in a culture today that is running as fast as it can toward evil, mm-hmm. in a culture today that is attempting to silence all that is wrong, um it's tempting to want to pick up that same method and say, well I'm gonna do that back to them. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's what they're doing then I too can play that game kind mm-hmm. of deal. So I'm I'm going to do the same thing back. And so yeah. it's tempting as Christians to pick up the same tool, yeah. the same weapon. Yeah,
1: I'll cancel them because they said or they did or yep. they
0: are or whatever it may be. Yep, and, and I get it. I understand, and I'll, I'll keep driving this home today. I mm-hmm. understand that as Christians, we should be careful of... Who we follow and what we believe yeah. and the voices that yeah. we listen to. And no give, doubt. Give us our input. Absolutely. Give input into our life. The scriptures clear on that. Uh, Do not believe every spirit, 1 John mm-hmm. 4 says, but test the spirits whether they are of God because many false prophets have gone into the world. So, yes, I understand. There is a calling on us as believers to be careful and certain of the input and associations that we yes, have. Yes, no doubt. We should search the scriptures to Mm -hmm. make sure that what we believe and the input that's coming into our life is based upon scripture. Yes. Um, In the book of Acts, chapter 17, the Berean believers were lifted up as a model because they, uh, with all readiness, searched the scriptures daily to find out that what things they were hearing were actually true. Score touchdown! Way to go! Yep, we should do the same thing, and we should take a stand in our day. Uh, we should be bold. We should be courageous. We should not be afraid to stand out and stand up for what we believe. We should choose this day whom you will serve, and, and and be confident in that. But having said all of that, that that brings some other questions yeah. to mind. Yeah,
1: is canceling the biblical approach is cutting off a certain group or a certain person or a certain thing, is that the way the Bible says we ought to do that, right? Mm -hmm. That's one of the questions. Yeah. And then the other question, which I think is even more intense even, is should we investigate the details of ministries and pastors in search of where we don't agree and then make public statements to discredit their voice and silence their influence? Which is where I would say... (laughs) That's tough. (laughs) (laughs) That is is where we are though. Exactly. Man,
0: uh, with so much happening today that it's, it's easy to bind to that. Yes. And
1: I would just say another thing that's so unique about the time in which we live, especially post COVID church, Mm -hmm. you are the absolute odd man out. If you do not have recorded sermons, you know, if you're, if you are not putting something out weekly on either YouTube or podcast or wherever, Then it's like, what are you even really doing? You know? And just that's just how people have been since COVID. Mm-hmm. So with that, there is now every church nearly mm-hmm. is putting out this is what we believe, this mm-hmm. is what we teach, this mm-hmm. is what we say. Mm-hmm. So with that, now anyone can go to any church virtually mm-hmm. and say, Oh, this pastor said this one thing right. at this one time. Yep. We ought to cancel this whole church. Yep. This whole denomination, yep. this whole you name it.
0: Yeah, it's true. And and, and it just brings to question, is, is that the right approach? Yeah. Uh, doing a deep dive on everybody to check their associations, uh, motives, words. yeah,
1: uh, What they do in their spare time and, and yeah. for their hobbies yeah. and for, what you know. What they do
0: with their life, where yeah. their interests are.
1: What bad things have they done?
0: Exactly. I mean, if everybody's being honest, which I think I can be here in this moment and say, yeah. look, I, I I, get it because if if I want to take that approach, I'd have to go back in my own life. I ended up having to cancel myself. Yeah. Even even in times of my ministry, because I look back over things that I've said and taught and yeah. done over the years, and thought, oh, what was I doing? Why did mm-hmm. I say that? I can't believe I believe that. Yeah. But uh, my past is not who I am today. Exactly. And yeah. truth is the truth. And people are at different stages, and I get it. There's a time and a place to say, well, this church believes this, and I cannot stand with that, so I need mm-hmm. to walk away. That's that's right, and that's good. And, and that's, stand yes. for convictions. We'll, yes. we'll talk more about this. But cancel culture, Christian cancel culture, does more than that. Yes. It goes the extra step, like cancel culture, and doesn't just draw a line. But now it builds a platform and stands mm-hmm. up and shouts to everybody, cut them off, don't yes. go around them, isolate, yeah. pull away, everybody, yeah. they're terrible, and, yeah. and they're, they're doomed, yes. basically, with exactly. no hope for yeah. redemption or yes. change.
1: And that's, that's what, who they will be forever because that's, that's who they are now. <clears throat> yeah. And again, the difference in those two examples is one says, I'm drawing the line and I'm pulling back. Mm-hmm. I'm not associating with them. The mm-hmm. other says, hey, everyone, you ought to not associate with them because I'm not associating with them. Yeah, right. You
0: know? yeah, right. yeah, you go back to even Joshua. You know, He says, ask for me and my house, we yes. will serve the Lord.
1: And he doesn't say, so you better or else, or <laughs> wow, I can't believe you're such an idiot because you, or you're going to become right. so evil because you.
0: Yeah, canceling all of you.
1: Yeah, but he says, I, we're doing this. Choose for yourself who yeah. you, what you're going to do.
0: Right. So let's talk about um, the soul of, of cancel culture. What, mm-hmm. What's behind this? Even the soul of Christian cancel culture. Yeah. And what is there a danger to it? I believe there is. I believe there's something we should be careful of in it. Um, some of this you'll hear comes from my own experiences in the past with this and, mm-hmm. and, and things that we even see today. So here, here are some things that, If you buy the package of Christian cancel culture, you get a whole package. And here's some things that come in the package if if you buy it. One, it causes believers to become hypercritical. Yeah. So now, if you buy that package, you become very well aware of all the details of Mm -hmm. everybody and everything and their past and their. Uh, idiosyncrasies and everything about them, even potentially their motives. And so that becomes what you are looking at. You're yeah. hypercritical of everything. You're looking, mm-hmm. it's like you walk into someone's house and you're focused not on them and who the they are and the relationship yeah. that you have, but you're focused on, well, it looks like they hadn't dusted in a while. Oh, well, look at that. That picture's crooked. Oh, my goodness. They hadn't painted their baseboards and I don't know how long. Oh, my god, yeah. did, did you see their bathroom? It was not. You know, if, yeah. that's what happens. If you yeah. buy this package, yeah. you end up spending your life not being able to enjoy the relationships mm-hmm. that God has established and the purpose he has for mm-hmm. you, but you become hypercritical of things yeah. instead. yeah. And people and their past and their words. And so you're listening, you're listening almost with the intent of finding error rather than listening with the purpose of hearing from God.
1: And what's going to happen with that is you're going to be like, man, I got to go find more people and talk to more people because I'm loving pointing out everyone's wrongs. (laughs) And everyone else is going to say, I hope that person never comes near me because I do not want. They're, they're not even focused on any sort of a relationship. you know. Right. They're only focused yeah. on what's the negative. They're right. only focused on what's bad. Yeah. And yeah. that's, again, that's not keeping the main thing the main thing. That yeah. is, that's going just about as far from the main thing and pointing out all of the sub-main things mm-hmm. and saying mm-hmm. problems. Yeah. So you become hypercritical and mm-hmm. you become hyper-focused
0: on potential wrongs. You know, yeah. what could go wrong? What could happen? This could be what's here. This might have been what this was about. And at this point, now you're no longer faith forward focused. You're more feared focused. You're fearing yeah. what might happen, could happen, what might have been established, or what connections could have been, or what could happen here yeah. if you go down this path. Ah. It's tempting. I get it. Yeah. I've walked it. I've been down yeah. this path. There's something about it that just makes you feel pretty good about, you know, being the chief pointer outer of all things yeah. and the chief critic, the spiritual critic in the mm-hmm. room, and pointing out where everything's wrong, everything's bad. Yeah. And this is not right, and this is going to lead to this. This is going to lead to that. And you're you're fear based at this point. Yeah. There's no rest for your soul. Yeah, absolutely. And
1: and again, I'll say because we've done a podcast on this. If that is you. You ought to check out our podcast about mm. spiritual OCD That's true. and how there is freedom and healing yeah. from this kind of a mindset.
0: Yeah. Yep. Again, it's right to have convictions, it's right to make choices based on those convictions. Yeah. Um, I think that the danger enters in when you're attempting to force someone else into change by your public degradation of them. Yep. (laughs) That's one way to say it, I guess, is when you're, you're attempting by force or threat or call out or cancel to make them change. Yeah. Now I understand also from scripture that there is a place and a time for correction. Yeah. There's even a time for withdrawing from people who will not respond to the correction. Mm hmm. That's a different subject related to this. But even that involves love and patience and understanding and confrontation and time Mm -hmm. and counsel and waiting and seeing a response and then praying and then forgiveness. Uh, That's a whole process that is not ever a part of cancel culture and is often not part of Christian cancel culture.
1: Yes, because again, even with that, there there is no grace in any That's That requires grace, Mm -hmm. and the Christian cancel culture is more towards the end of control, right? It's more towards the end of, I've got to keep all my ducks in a row, and Mm -hmm. that person over there, that Mm -hmm. influence is drawing this one out, and instead of Showing grace and you know equipping the people that you have around you, mm-hmm. it's say I must block out everything around mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. and I'm not living in any grace where again the reconciliation, the forgiveness, and the you know even even the uh, you know making a statement that may be offensive or hurtful to someone if they're in sin right. that's done with grace and love, right? yeah. not right. control. Right. So uh, part of this
0: package also is this that you buy into this idea that the threat of the enemy is greater than the power of God. Yeah. So what happens then is you have to become so aware of all of the problems out there in the world
1: mm-hmm.
0: that this is your only protection, is by knowing all of the lies and all yeah. of the the the. the the deceptions yeah. and all of the dangers so you have to become super educated on every detail yeah. of the enemy's lies yeah so every now you're fake. now you're obsessive about this yeah but here's what we know is true if whatever you focus on is what you're going to be driven towards <laughs> yes <laughs> yes exactly and the way that we're to be that we're to live our lives as Jesus followers is by walking in truth, walk in the light, Mm -hmm. and then you will not walk in the deeds of darkness. Mm -hmm. In other words, I'm not living to not walk in the darkness. I'm living to walk in the light. Yes. So if you've been around the church for any amount of time, I'm sure you've heard this analogy before, but the way that they train people to spot counterfeit money is not by showing them all of the potential fakes that are out there. Yeah but they do it by so training them in the one bill that is real.
1: I'm going to show you
0: what a real $100 bill looks like. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you every element of it, and they Mm -hmm. train them in that so that the minute one comes across the desk that is not that, Mm -hmm. then they know it's not truth. Mm -hmm. But they don't script them on all of the potential um fallacies yeah. because that's endless. Yeah. As
1: soon as you do that, a new one pops up. You know, it's a dark go, oh, hole. I don't know what's right. But you yeah. train them in the truth.
0: So it, when it comes to this when it comes to how do you deal with error in the world is yeah. um, you can't spend your time trying to educate yourself on all possible fallacies exactly, and all possible errors. Instead, pour into the truth yeah. and know that, that the power of God is greater than the yes. deceptions
1: and threats of the enemy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think some people, maybe not intentionally, or maybe they haven't been taught this, but it's, it's almost like they have this idea that there's uh, two equal powers in the world of, of good and evil. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, which one's going to win? And maybe you get that from star Wars or, War <laughs> <laughs> or what? I don't know. Whatever uh-huh. movie you get that from. But yeah. uh, the, the thing with God is that he's not an, equal power to the devil, you know, right. but God created mm-hmm. all things. He is yep. over all things. It's not yep. an equal good or bad, but it's, he's over all and the enemy is going to try to deceive every person here yep. to do his will and to do their own will. Mm-hmm. And God is bigger than that, right? It, yep. We serve not a little God and fear a big devil, mm-hmm. but instead we serve a big Omni, everything, mm-hmm, God, mm-hmm, right over mm-hmm. everything, all strength, all power, all you know, all knowledge, everything, everywhere, yep. and there is an evil in the world today. It's true. We don't fear the evil because it's greater than God, but no, we we serve the God who's over everything.
0: Yeah, greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. Yes,
1: <laughs> if you just if you just had that verse right there, and you're like, I don't care what's going on, I don't care what New Age movement, I don't care what occult, I don't care what you know, deceptions, what lies, what anything right. happens to me, to my family, I know that our God is greater than that. Yeah. And we will train according to that. Yeah. Not, oh, you better not go down these roads. You better not follow that person. Yeah. No, follow, let's let's go in the truth. Let's walk in the light. That's where yeah. we're headed. Yeah. And I know this has big
0: implications for parents. I, I, I remember when our kids were young and now grandkids, super young. Uh I remember... You know, Heather and I talking through. Okay, well, how are we gonna protect them from this this danger and this mm-hmm. evil? And mm-hmm. and man, there were, it was a balance because sometimes we were, I think we were hyper controlling, mm-hmm. you know, of what y'all watched and saw and did and where you went. And it was easier when you were two and three and four and five. <laughs> but the minute you know you start hitting. 13, 15, 17, <clears throat> yeah, that's 20. It's a, a different world. Yeah. And, and you have to start loosening the reins at some point. And they have to walk out into the world. And what we found was that the more we could just equip you with truth, the more you could spot what was out there mm-hmm. and, and make those decisions for yourself and and do it with confidence. Yeah. Not afraid of what's exactly. out there, but confident of who's in you. Yep. So, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So, um, another part of the package that goes with this, uh, and I can say this because I have walked in it, is if you buy the package of Christian cancel culture, there is a there's a natural end to it. There's yeah. a progression that it will that it will start mm-hmm. in you that will seem right at the beginning, but the the ultimate end is a, a very downward spiral yeah. of seclusion. Mm-hmm where you end up as the only one in the room.
1: Yeah. It starts out, there's a world out there that's evil, Mm -hmm. and you need to stay away from it. Mm -hmm. Truth, right? I mean, yes, but ought ought to be not friends with the world, right? But instead, we we need to stand strong in our faith, all these things. So, all right, I'm going to build up a barrier against the world. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Not going to be friends with it. Mm -hmm. But then what happens when the people who are in the church yep. then start to do things that are contrary to what you do.
0: Yeah. Well, they uh, maybe they've just come
1: in from the world. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. new believers. New believers and yep. They, ha- they don't have all they don't have their habits all sanctified yet, you know. <laughs> yeah. And you say, "All right, well, let's cut them off a little bit and let's make this circle even smaller, mm-hmm. you know. And eventually <clears throat> you're going to be cutting off and cutting off to where it's just your church." Yep. And then it's just your friends in your church mm-hmm. and then it's just your family mm-hmm. and then it's just cut off well my kids not doing this and my kid is in this yep sorry all the way down to it's just your spouse and then your spouse doesn't believe the same thing as you sorry it's just me now <sighs> look crazy. around i don't know what's happening with everyone they yep. you know they're all involved in this stuff but i'm not yep
0: yep it's a sad progression and that's what fault finding and hyper criticism leads to. Whenever the fear is of of the evil and the devil, rather than uh, fearing the Lord and his power, it it ends in this fault-finding around you, calling out evil all around you, and soon you'll find yourself in the middle of the circle, and soon you'll even recognize it's in you. And that's a destructive, sad place. So uh, I said earlier, I've watched this. I've been a part of it. <clears throat> I, I was, I was, I saw it happen. I saw what it did mm-hmm. to a church. I saw what it had, what it did to uh, even myself in mm-hmm. the process. And because within a church, and this is really where we're going to, I want to kind of drill down into mm-hmm. Christian cancel culture within the church. How does, what happens there? Because once it starts, it's, it's, it is dangerous. But God designed the church in such a way that there would be people coming into it who would be at different places. People come from different cultures, backgrounds. Uh, People come from different maturity levels. Mm -hmm. People come in with different circumstances in their life. And part of the beauty of the body of Christ is we meet one another with mercy and understanding Mm -hmm. and patience and encouragement. We're all seeking the same Lord, but we're all at different places, Yeah. and there has to be room for that. Mm-hmm. There has to be room for the one who is um, at the at a, a less mature place in their faith, for mm-hmm. the one who is still walking through some very difficult circumstances, for the one mm-hmm. who has little understanding. Yeah, and as long as we're moving toward Christ in that, mm-hmm. there should be room.
1: Yeah, and and not even just room, but an environment for growth. True, right? I, and I like and that. A, yes, and it, like a mentoring and a growing up together. Yeah. It, it should be a, green, oh, a greenhouse. I've got a spot for you. Yeah, uh, You can come sit next to me at church, but instead also more deeper a come in yeah. to my life yeah. and, and let's grow together. Yeah.
0: So it, it's been said this way that this is really how we ought to live as as believers together. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And this will be the opposite of Christian cancel culture. Here it is. In essentials, there should be Unity. Mm -hmm. In non-essentials, there should be liberty, and in all things, charity. Well, Let's break that down a little Mm -hmm. bit. So uh, in essentials, in the essential matters of the faith, in other words, doctrine and salvation, when it comes Mm -hmm. to those elements, there must be unity. And the scripture yeah. is clear on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ephesians four talks about there is one God, one Lord, one mm-hmm. faith, one baptism. And This is where our unity comes from. Mm-hmm. So um, there should be some unity in 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 a church. Uh, we hold to these at vertical because we believe these are from Scripture. That that truth comes by Scripture alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that salvation comes by Jesus alone. That grace comes by faith alone. And that love comes by obedience alone. We stand on these, mm-hmm. and, and these are our rallying point. And these, we're not willing to compromise yeah. in any way. Yep. People may be at different levels of understanding those. Mm-hmm. People may be at different levels of trying to implement those things into their life. But we all rally around those truths in the church, and this is this is where our unity comes from yep. in the Bible. Now there, those are the necessities because those are those are what uh, those are what define salvation. Yeah. Those are what define who we are before God. Absolutely, but. Within a church, there are also some things that are like that, but are not that. Some (laughs) things that are non-essentials. For example, Mm -hmm. what someone believes about the return of Jesus is not an essential for Mm -hmm. salvation. Mm -hmm. People have different beliefs, understandings about when he returns and the way he returns. Does he come back By getting his church first with the rapture and then a tribulation, does he come back and there's no rapture and he just returns and reigns on earth? Where and how and when all that happens, that's not an essential for the faith. It's a non-essential. So that shouldn't be something that causes two believers to cancel Cancel. one another. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What someone believes about the Holy Spirit and his gifts and tongues even Mm -hmm. That's not an essential. Mm -hmm. There should be some liberty within Mm -hmm. the body for some of that so that I don't force my opinion or belief on you and you with me. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, I'll cancel you kind of thing. Um, What we believe about the creation of the world. People differ, believe it or not, on how creation happened. It happened in seven 24-hour days. Did it happen over seven days that are actually a thousand years? Because a day with the Lord is a thousand years. All yeah. that kind of stuff, or did it happen over much longer, seven million years? Yeah. People, we shouldn't divide to the point of canceling over yeah. those. Those are non-essentials. What do you believe about evangelism? How that's supposed to take place? What do you believe about um, even some more non-essential elements? And this is this is where you get into some stuff today within a church. There are a variety of people who believe differently uh, how they should educate their children in the church. Mm -hmm. We have that here at Vertical. There are Mm -hmm. some people who homeschool, some people who public school, some people who private school, some people who charter school. All of those are options, and some are at some place in between all of that. Yeah. That is not an essential. That is not one of those things where we make everybody come alongside, do the exact same thing, and, mm-hmm. and make everybody be in unison. No, this is where there's beauty in the body of Christ for harmony. Yes, Harmony happens when there's different parts, but we're all singing the same song.
1: Yeah, right? exactly.
0: And so this is one of those, in the non-essentials, there should be some liberty. There should be freedom in that. How people discipline their children whether they let their young babies cry it out at night or mm-hmm. if they pick them up and hold them every time they cry yeah. or whether they use corporal punishment or whether they make them sit in time out or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There should be liberty
1: for yes. differences.
0: Those are non-essentials. You don't cancel people because mm-hmm. of their difference. Yep. Uh, how many children someone's going to have in their family, whether they get married, not get married, yeah. Uh, whether they adhere to governmental health guidelines, that yeah. should not be a cancelable feature within the body of Christ. There's yeah. room for differences. Yep. Uh, what people believe about politics, their government affiliation or political affiliation, government yeah. opinions. Uh, Conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah. let yeah, toss that one in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how someone votes or has voted, all of that. Those are non-essentials. Those are not reasons to cancel Mm -hmm. within the body of Christ. The type of music you listen to, the style, uh, the station you listen to, what format you use to listen to it on, mm-hmm. uh, the movies you go to, if you watch them in your home, if you watch them outside your home, if you go to a theater, if you have a Netflix subscription, if you, I mean, go down the line on this, how, how you watch ending. movies. It's all its all stuff that some people want to get all up in arms about and let it become a cancelable moment. Yeah. Um, where people shop, where people work, kind of job they have, how people pray, how people spend their money. If someone has and uses social media, how they use social media, whether someone has an iPhone or an Android, (laughs) all of those are like, (laughs) "Eh. those become things that people, they major on those minors instead of recognizing, look within the body of Christ, there's freedom. Let everybody live out their faith in their way and their time. Mm -hmm. And as long as they're not sinning, yep. Then there should be freedom. Yes. In absolutely. That. And be careful what you call even sin. Let the yeah, Bible
1: define that, exactly. not your own preferences define yep, that. Yep. And I would even say it's beneficial <laughs> and not I think it's essential to have differing voices in your life on these things as well. Yeah, if exactly. you find yourself where you look around and you're like, "Well, oh, all my <laughs> 10 friends say literally the exact same thing <laughs> as me." Yeah. It's kind of this thing of like what am I following? What, yeah. what am I doing? What, yeah. Is this, there ought to be some sort of difference yeah. so that there also can be growth and there can yeah. be questions and there can be change. I think yeah. I think that's necessary.
0: Yeah. I used to have a, there was a man in my life and he would say, um, he'd say, if we both said the same thing all the time, said the same thing all the time, then one of us is not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can get what's <laughs> in reality. Of that. I mean, yes. the whole body of Christ is put together all differently. So, yeah, uh, those are things that should not attempt to be controlled, and mm-hmm. therefore should not always be, or should not be canceled either. Yeah, uh, you can't you can't make someone, or you shouldn't cancel someone because they don't have the same conviction as you. Yes, so yes, absolutely. So yeah. this is where uh, some of my past experience comes into play because I've been a part of church settings where that happened, where there yeah. was a group, and and I, I leaned I leaned toward this group for a little while that if you didn't parent a certain way, you didn't educate your children a certain way, if you didn't dress a certain way, make your food a certain way, you didn't have the same entertainment values uh, as them, uh, or even whether you had certain facial hair or not, wow. you were canceled. Wow. If you if you weren't into that group, cancel. We don't we don't want to meet with you. Uh, we don't want our kids in the same classes with you. Uh, we want to have a different class than you. Also, we want to set a different part of the worship center than you. That's that's what it leads to. Yeah. It leads down a very dark, exclusive pit.
1: Yeah, circle of one. That's what it, it comes leads down to. to.
0: It's what it leads to. And so, uh, back in that day, even if you were, if it was known that you even visited a theater. <laughs> if they if you were seen coming in or out of a theater canceled wow yeah, that's you you were out if you let your children play with certain toys canceled yeah, that's evil that's wicked um sure. if you let your children watch dragon tales cartoon is a kid y'all used to watch uh canceled there's magic in that that's a good show you're out <laughs> yeah uh if you went to a restaurant this is how this is how long ago this was if you went to a restaurant that had a bar in it and they sold alcohol canceled you, you shouldn't be going to those places wow this wow. is where that leads to. This is the this yeah. is the down the road version of that.
1: And it makes you feel so good whenever you get to cancel oh. someone else. Oh, hey. Sure. Yeah. Man, your spiritual I, points is that I'm not them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. G- glad yeah. I'm not sinning like them.
0: That yeah. that is what it often produces. And and so it, yeah. it leads to a very isolating, arrogant place. Yeah.
1: And also uh I think the underlying thing is whew, Good, I'm good enough, so God will love me. You know? <laughs> like I hate to laugh, but it's yeah, true. But that it's is, true because true. it's like, wow, I'm glad I'm not them because if they're sinning like that, well, God turns his face away from sin and yeah. see ya, yeah. you're cut off. Right. No, there's zero grace yep. in any of that. Yep. Zero.
0: Again, if you choose to have the conviction to not go to yes. a restaurant that serves alcohol, if you choose to not support certain stores today because yeah. of what they stand yeah. for or sell Netflix if, if you choose to not have Netflix though mm. that that's fine have yeah. your conviction yeah but don't judge or cancel others because they don't have the same conviction yeah. as you absolutely especially when they are of the household of faith yes they're, they're another brother or sister yeah. in the faith exactly. they may be a different place in you they are a different place in you no maybe to it they are Mm -hmm. their circumstances are different their their level of faith is different there's room for that there has to be within the body of christ there shouldn't be this uh immediate desire to cancel someone so again back my own personal experiences back in the 80s there was a large movement with um christians being concerned about the new age movement And so it was beginning to creep into classes and college campuses. There were guided meditations. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of stuff happening in uh, in the media. There were certain radio stations that were uh, that were uh, New Age radio stations. And they talked like this on there and played soothing keyboard music all the time. Uh, the Oasis in Dallas. There you go. Uh, so, you know, you had to avoid all of that. And so you began to have teachers that would come into the church and they would warn you about all the dangers of the New Age movement. And they would just give you one after another examples from. From culture, and did you see? Do you see this ad right here? This ad has a triangle in it, and this is trying to show. So, just down the road, I remember one of them even said, "You need to cancel Ford Motors because they have a car by the name of a Taurus, and because that's a that's astrology. You need to separate yourself from that."
1: And because, because oh, now the big devil might come in and he might wreck your life because you own a Ford Literally. who He'll might wreck your car <laughs> because they're so afraid of the wrong, yep. of the bad, of the evil. Yep. And there's no, but our God's over that. Yep. I'm saved. Yep. I'm loved. Mm-hmm. Not because of what I do. Yep. But instead it's a fear everything mm-hmm. or else you just might get it from God.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, I was also part of another group at the time. You probably think this dude is messed (laughs) up. Yeah. So part of another movement at the time that was really down on um, music in general, that there was really just one kind of music that everyone ought to be listening to. And it was basically hymns and basically just standard, much older hymns. And so anything, any music, Christian music will say, even Christian music, if it had a drum beat in it, it was just about canceled. Yeah. Now, if it had the beat on emphasis on two and four and not one and three, canceled. So if the if the beat was like that, you know, or it caused you to tap your toe a little bit, canceled. That's evil. It's gonna it's making your flesh, it's, it's you're you're leaning into your flesh, you're not walking the spirit in this moment. So cancel it. Uh, if anybody if there was a song. That had a singer, and they leaned in real close to the mic like this and sang. I said, "Oh, that's seductive." Cancel. (laughs) Cancel Canceling music makes you tap your foot. Cancel Christian rock. That's a definitely that's that's, no doubt that's of the devil. Back in the day, cancel anything that had any reference to any of that, and not just cancel that song, but. Cancel the singer, cancel the producer, cancel the church the band. who played yeah. it, cancel the band, cancel the family who participates in it, cancel anything related to it because it's all evil, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. That's where that leads.
1: Yeah. It may take some time to get there, but eventually <sighs> you're getting it, there. That's where it goes. That's yep. where it
0: goes. And so, um, you know, you many of those families that we still know today, they have totally walked away from all of that. Some their children walked away from the faith. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you hear tragic, sad stories of what all of that led to. So that's why when I hear some of the Christian cancel culture stuff today, I it just I just get so concerned because I remember walking in that. I mean, I saw mm-hmm. what happened down the road from it. So that really yeah. kind of brings us to the big question. Then was how does how do we relate then in the church? Yeah. yeah. When when there's people who had different convictions. The convictions in us, absolutely. Do, do we cancel? Do we do we take this stand, or do we? What do we do? Yeah, because um, I don't want to. I don't want to compromise. I don't want to give up. I don't want to. Uh, I don't give up what I believe. I don't want to destroy my children's faith. I get it. It, mm-hmm. it, it is. It can make you nervous. Mm-hmm. But this is not the first time in history, Christian history. This has been a matter. Yeah, the Bible speaks to this. So in the New Testament, I think we have a passage that helps us in a time like this. Uh, in Romans 14, which again, we're talking the New Testament era after the church has begun. Mm-hmm. The Apostle Paul's writing to believers who are struggling to live this stuff out. And um, Paul is writing to a congregation that has people coming in from different backgrounds. Some are Jewish, some are not. Mm-hmm. Some have different understandings of how they practice their faith than others Mm-hmm. And in the midst of the diversity and the differences, Paul writes. Yeah. So Romans 14, it says this, Receive one who is weak in the faith, but not to dispute over doubtful things. In other words, there's going to be people within the context of the church who are going to be at different places regarding their faith. Yeah. Receive them, and not to the point of getting into disputes and arguments. Verse two, for one believes he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats only vegetables. Well, that's interesting. There's a difference of opinion. Oh, yeah. you shop there, oh, I shop here. Oh, you uh-huh. eat that, you eat meat, I don't eat meat. Yeah. He says, let not him who eats despise him who does not eat. Yeah. Let not him who does not eat judge him who eats. God has received him. In other words, don't put Christian cancel culture on top in this moment because no. one practices their faith different than you.
1: Yeah.
0: Who are you to judge another's servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Indeed, he will be made to stand, for God is able to make him stand. Mm-hmm. Now, it's interesting the word judge here. We've talked about that. I think in the past a little bit, but it's it's important we understand this word here because to judge someone is to render a final verdict over them. Yeah, it's to say you have done this, therefore you are sentenced. Yeah. to this. Yeah,
1: this is your label forever.
0: Yeah, you can't get out of this. Yep, you you are hereby
1: officially <laughs>
0: <Yep>. canceled. Yes, <laughs> really you, judged, you,
1: deemed done. Right. It's I mean, not judge someone does not mean to question what they're doing or to discern. Yeah, to discern to what test they're the spirit exactly. That's yeah. all right. And good. Or to say what's what's going on there. Why why are you doing yeah, that? Help,
0: or, help me understand more about what this is that you're doing.
1: Yeah. Or even if you you know were to talk to someone else. What now? Why do they do that? Mm-hmm. That's not. Oh, I'm sorry for judging you or no. you know being called out. That's not judging, but to say. It's much more of the person who says, I'm canceling you because you are this
0: way. I've rendered final verdict because you're not ever going to change.
1: Yeah. So
0: uh, Paul says, don't do that to one another, especially within the body of Christ. And then verse five, he says, he he changes the subject. He says, okay, so it happens with food. Yep. Some people uh, eat this food while others eat this food. He says, verse five, one person esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. So within the church, he says, there's going to be some day who say, now this day is more holy. This is the holy Mm -hmm. day. Others say, well, every day is holy. holy. God created every day. That's right. And he's redeemed me and every day is holy. Here's what he says. Let each be fully convinced in his own mind.
1: Hmm? That does not mean have your own truth. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: it means... Be convinced that what you're doing is how you're going to live out your faith, that, yeah. it, that it's what God has for you. Yeah. Now, truth is truth is truth. This mm-hmm. is not your truth, my truth. This is my living out my truth. So I'm going to practice it a certain way. You could change the change the topic here, um, educating your children. Let each person be convinced in his own mind about how they're going to educate their children, Yeah. how they're going to discipline their children. How they are going to uh, spend their time praying? How yeah. they are going to practice faith in their home? Yeah, be convinced in your own mind. We've all gathered around the truth already. This is yeah. not a negotiation of what's true. This is uh, or, or essential in the faith. This is mm-hmm. a this is a discussion about how we live out our faith. Mm-hmm. Verse six, he says, "He who observes the day observes it to the Lord, and he who does not observe the day to the Lord, he does not observe it." they're they're both living out their faith in different ways he who eats eats to the lord he who gives thanks uh or for he gives thanks to god i'm sorry for yeah. he gives god thanks there you go. and he who does not eat to the lord he does not eat and gives god thanks they're yeah. both doing it unto the lord
1: yeah and that's okay that, that's the matter that's the main thing you know right is what is your purpose behind this? What is the motivation again? Even yep. you know, like, oh, are we doing this for the sake of God's glory, or are we doing this thing just to do religious things? Almost, yep. you know.
0: Yep. And and that there's room within the body of Christ for differences of how we work out our faith. Yep. Uh, let's go on down to verse twelve. He says, "So then, each of us must give an account of himself to God." Therefore, let us not judge one another any more, but rather resolve this: not to put a stumbling block or a cause to fall in our brother's way. Yeah. So our That's goal good. ought to be bigger than the thing. Yeah. The fear of the thing shouldn't be what drives us. No. But love within the body is what drives us. Yes. Um, verse fourteen, he says, "I know, and am convinced by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but." To him who considers anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. There's going to be differences of opinion within the body, differences of conviction levels and practice. That shouldn't cause us to cancel one another. It ought to cause us to receive one another is what Mm -hmm. he says. Yeah. um, That there's room in that. And he goes on verse 17. He says, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. It's not in keeping the non-essential rules. He says, but, instead righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit for he who serves Christ in these things is acceptable to God and approved by men Therefore let us pursue the things which make for peace and the things by which or by which one may edify another do not destroy the work of God for the sake
1: of food so good don't so good.
0: destroy what God is doing mm-hmm. by being so. Hyper focused on the non essentials. Yeah,
1: don't go canceling someone who you slightly disagree with. I'm not an essential thing.
0: (laughs) Right on a non essential. So, what do we do then? Um, I I think we can go ahead and say at this point that this is a very large subject. Yeah, we are we're taking the first bite into it today, and there's more we will come back in another podcast with. There's mm-hmm. actually a couple of more topics we'll deal with. But today, what what do we do then knowing within the church there's going to be different convictions, different stances? What do we do as we all sit together around <laughs> the essentials? Yeah. I think number one is this, just like Paul said, be convinced in your own mind and faith about what you're doing. Yeah. Don't, don't fear someone else. Don't fear being canceled. Don't fear the threat even of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, know your convictions and hold to them. Yeah, Be convinced. Absolutely. Solidly convinced.
1: Mm-hmm. And not convinced based on, oh, just what someone has told me before. Mm-hmm. Not just convinced on how I feel about a certain mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Not convinced on oh I want to be like this person, but convinced mm-hmm. by the scriptures, this is what me and my household need to do. Yep. As for me and my house. Exactly yep. this this is what the <laughs> Lord is calling us to do. Yep. Because again, there needs to be the diversity. Yep. And there is room yep. for things to go on in the non essentials, right? Yep. That's right. And it's not bad to question or to to consider different options. Yeah. You know, in fact, that's a good thing to do.
0: Yeah. And to allow for those differences, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as long as they're not sin. Yes. So, yes. Uh, number two, monitor what comes comes into your heart and your home. Yeah, you should, based on your yeah. convictions. Yeah, and and what goes on in your home may be different than what goes on in my home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As long as we both rally around the Lord Jesus Christ, there's room for that. You might Mm -hmm. watch a show different than I would watch. Mm -hmm. You might eat food different than I'm going to eat. You might pray differently than I'm going to pray. That's okay. Mm -hmm. There's room for that. Uh, Within our own family, there may Mm -hmm. be different options and choices for how they're going to educate, discipline, communicate to one another, um, priorities. That all happens within our own family. Mm -hmm. There's room for that. There should be room for that within a church as well, even if it's different than yours. As long as it's not sin, <laughs> outright yep. blatant sin, there's room for, for the um, differences in the non essentials. Yep. Number three, don't judge or cancel someone just because of different convictions. Yeah. That's not me. That's what scripture's saying. Mm-hmm. That there's there's room. Yeah. And cancel shouldn't be part of our culture.
1: Yeah. It's good to have convictions, yep. And we need to draw lines in places, yep. But we don't draw lines and say everyone now must adhere to my convictions. That's the difference. That that is the ultimate difference. Is you have your convictions, yep, yep.
0: And then uh, number four, in love, correct if it is a sin, yeah. That should be the case within the body of Christ, uh, mm-hmm. Galatians six. One says, you who are spiritual, uh, restore such one who is caught in sin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a there's time and place for that. Yeah, There's a time and place where we trip up, we fall, and maybe we don't even realize what we're doing, and there's room for correction in that moment. And sometimes that can be painful. Sometimes it can be a process, requires confrontation, Sometimes it requires even a separation, but not a complete cancellation of the person permanently, yep. but only until there is repentance. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think this gives us a, a good foundation for how we deal with differences within the body. We're called to do all things that we do in love. Um, yes, stand in your conviction. But don't cancel because of your own conviction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
1: I think that's where we'll stop today. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, and, and there will be more. And, and There's more. Yeah, so because yeah.
0: Feel free to comment and yeah. uh, send in questions. I know that it evokes a lot of question day, and it's good. Mm-hmm. There should be some challenge to how we live out our faith in a culture that is so opposed to our way of life. And in the midst of the church that seems to be today, trying to find its footing, and some churches yeah. land in different places after you know post COVID, so many changes happen. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the midst of this world today, we're trying to figure out how we live our faith. And I think the scripture speaks to it. It's not we're not left alone. We have very clear direction in that. So I uh, hope it's been of help to you today join us in the conversation. We've got more to come. We'll talk about it. And uh, until then, we're going to keep lifting them up and living them out. So thanks a lot.